Now's the time to tell tales of the unaccountable. Sandy, what do you fear? What do you fear? Consider you find someone mummified. I already like this story. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We just need you to hunt the giant owl. He just looks too suave to be Dracula. <laughs> too suave to be Dracula. Remember, you are bringing her back to life, so there is that. You got that to pony up on. Be afraid. Be marginally afraid. Are, are you ready to hear this? Yes. No. When U.S. Secret Service agents apprehended Kyle Odom for throwing documents in a flash drive over the White House gates, they had no idea who they had on their hands. Once they ran the 30-year-old Marine veteran's name, they found that he was the only suspect in the shooting of evangel evangelical pastor Tim Remington, who, Remington, who had appeared on stage at a rally for Ted Cruz the day before. The pastor survived being shot, but a two-day manhunt for Odom had not yet turned him up. He was, it became clear, trying to deliver a 21-page manifesto to the president – one that he also sent to his parents and several Idaho television stations. <laughs> Odom has struggled with mental illness, according to Coro Dialine police, and the manifesto itself says that he has tried to kill himself twice. His paranoid document sows his path from finishing up a degree in biochemistry to becoming a man on the run from Martians trying to steal his mind and turn the human race into sex slaves. As you would expect, everyone from Remington to Congress to Obama is in on the conspiracy. Thanks, Obama. Wait, wait, wait. Is this why I haven't seen the Walmart profit in a few months? <laughs> As I swear to God, I thought that's what you were building to. And Walmart is behind it all. You just pull up a photo and it's that guy. Hey, I didn't read the entire article yet. Also, I love how you was trying to t warn Obama about the conspiracy Obama was a part of. <laughs> I don't think this guy's on the up and up. By the way, he may or may not have included a drawing of the Martian. I will save that for the end. Oh, my God. In the document, which begins with a claim that he is, quote-unquote, 100% sane, 0% crazy. <laughs> I like those odds. 50% literate. Odom describes text messages he received from Remington warning him of, quote-unquote, their power. After Remington, he says, sent him a text message that just read, Angels, Odom says he began to feel strange sexual urges. And I quote, It felt like someone was manually pumping blood into my penis, he wrote. <laughs> he says that aliens tried to usurp his mind, but were unable to. They apparently are taking many people as their sex slaves. Don't believe me? Ask President Obama to take a lie detector test on this one, he wrote. 
As a last resort, he says. He's indignant. I'm sorry. That's just what gets me. He attempted to alert the public and has sent out a list of public figures he thinks are Martians. Quote, unquote, too many to list are Israeli. (laughs) I will send you now a picture of the document of note worthy martians if you're ready for the truth i'm ready mike ready to have my mind blown yes that's what it looked like (laughs) he he bolded noteworthy martians just so it looked official uh elizabeth warren is a martian mitch mcconnell is a martian well that i already knew every single israeli prime minister since 1948 is a martian why 1948? I like how at the end he just went, and more. <laughs> but wait. And I quote, Martians are ubiquitous. They exist at every level of society in every nation. Some have blue-collar jobs, while other occupy positions of power, Odom wrote. They control our government, our military, and corporate America as well. They keep track of every wild human on the planet and manage us like animals in a zoo. Our freedom is a carefully crafted illusion. Obey! Sorry, okay, I threw that one in just because this reminds me of They Live. So, I believe I'm looking at the list now. Next to each other on this list are John Lewis and Hank Johnson. <laughs> uh, have Matt and I been sleeper agents? <laughs> yes, for the yes. Martians. Also, that is the thing several people have received with the flash drive. The truth about Kyle Odom. Wait, so he, he's capable of printing things in two different colors? Yes, because he knows the truth, James. That's like how it's the truth about himself. He's capable of handling paper. By the end of his journey, Odom felt he was on a spiritual mission. I hope that something good comes out of it. Just realize that I'm a good person and I'm completely innocent. Also realize that the people I killed are not what you think, he wrote. (laughs) And with that, I will now show you... A piece of his letter with a drawing and description of the Martians. Are you ready? I am officially ready. Prepare yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it! Majin Buu? I like how it looks vaguely like a potato. It looks like an ape crossed with... A Gorn or something. Is it an ape wearing a clan hood? It looks like. Also, doesn't look like it, it's it's wearing some type of ninja mask because of the coloring around his eyes. <laughs> That's more well drawn than I would have imagined. I also like how at the end he cir- he did all of that, did a drawing, did a description. Then at the end he circled the only part I really saw well was the eyes, <laughs> just in case you think it looks ridiculous. What I love is he took the time to shade. I know. 
I, I like his artistic commitment. I know. <laughs> if he wasn't crazy, he'd be a good artist. Doesn't that just look like the cover to, like, a 1978 science fiction novella? That's a better fake alien than I could draw. Oh, my Question, God. Is the cone at the top a dick? Yes. The manifesto may or may not be online. Oh, God. It is. Oh, you are so reading that. Okay. Oh, I think we should officially just make this clear. This has officially become a full-fledged pulp nightmare. <laughs> Who is Kyle Odom? This is part of the, this is the beginning of the document. Born and raised in North Idaho. I like how he keeps a little bit of a, a biography portion of this. So, you know, it's you could publish this as a book. Born and raised in North Idaho. Grew up in a loving family. Joined the Marine Corps after high school. Developed – I don't know why these are all separate sentences. Developed an interest in science. Went to Stop. school for a degree in biochemistry. Stop. Stop. Won numerous scholarships and awards. Stop. Graduated magnum cum laude and then got invited to a prestigious university to work on genetics. Stop. Stop. Check my personal documents. I guess that was a link that was included. As you can see, I'm pretty smart. Percent <laughs> saying well played. Why did he do it? My life was ruined, ruined by an intelligent species of amphibian humanoids from Mars. I wish I was joking. Keep reading. They were here long before we ever existed. Their technology is millions of years more advanced than ours. Millions was in italics, by the way. I feel like you need to stress that. I've seen them do things that defy all comprehension. They have a massive breeding stock of humans, which they breed and control from birth. They use these humans to live vicarious lives among us. They appear to be completely normal because they're good at imitating human behavior. See Martian technology for an explanation on this. <laughs> I like how he has references to other parts of the manifesto. <laughs> this is fucking PhD. This is, this is, it's his dissertation. It's, it's, it's beautifully formatted. The actual Martians live deep underground here and inside of the moon. <laughs> no! <laughs> Hollow moon theory here, motherfuckers. They take control of wild human beings and use them as sex slaves. Don't believe me? Ask President Obama to take a lie detector test on this one. <laughs> take me, but they were able they were unable to control my mind. They've been following me ever since. See, this is what I love about every alien conspiracy theorist and every like nut job out there that thinks they've been taken or possessed. It's always them that is the exception to the mind control. They're the heroes of their own John Carter of Mars story. It's amazing how common that is. I just I love it. I love how insane people are to that being a thing that is frequent. Their own little fan fiction about themselves. I tried everything to get my life back. <laughs> Begged, bargained, and I threatened. Everything I tried to do was sabotage. I attempted suicide twice, but they stopped me both times. My last resort was to take actions that would bring this to the public's attention. Read my story to learn what happened to me and why they targeted me. Did he clickbait his own manifesto? Yes. <laughs> Yes, that is exactly what he did. This dude created Zergnet. I'm just going to say it. I believe it. 
My story. Spring 2014. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. We cannot let that one pass by. My story. You cannot deny her. My story screams. Martians. Spring 2014. Moscow, Idaho. Of course. Everything started while I was at University of Idaho. Spring 2014 was my final semester, and I was taking a heavy course load. See, transcripts. I was very stressed due to the intensity of my schedule, so I searched for a way to cope. I discovered meditation, which seemed to help, so it became part of my daily routine. As I learned more about meditation, I became interested in in consciousness and our ability to affect it. I kept working on my meditation techniques and began achieving extreme states of consciousness. This continued until I encountered another being through meditation. It happened one night in February 2014, and it was the most profound experience I've ever had. As I was lying in bed meditating, then suddenly left my physical body. I entered a space that was completely dark and had no awareness of my physical boundaries slash orientation. I felt very peaceful there until a blue light began to approach me. As the blue light got closer, I realized it was another being. Once, in a, once I was in this being's presence, I felt an immediate sense of wrongdoing. It felt like I was being told, You shouldn't be here! <laughs> conceited and felt guilty. Then I began to distance myself from the being. This had an impact on them and seemed to change their mind about me. The moment I began to distance myself from the being, I became overwhelmed by a feeling I can only describe as unconditional love. So this dude met Dr. Manhattan. Yes. What the fuck were we doing in February 2014? During this part of the experience, our minds became connected, and I saw that the being was female. Okay, I guess he didn't want to like get across like uh, he was having a gay encounter with another being. Oh, let's face it, it, it wasn't female. I then began to feel the most euphoric, comforting, and blissful feelings I have ever felt. It was incredibly powerful and life-altering. Next thing I knew, I woke up. I had tears in my eyes, and I couldn't get out of bed. I felt a profound sense of loss, like I had just lost someone close to me. It was very painful. A few minutes later, the experience left my mind against my will, and I went about my day. So I walked out of that bathhouse. And after that, I had no urge to meditate at all. Every time I even thought about meditation, the thought was stripped from my mind. When I finally did try meditating again, I was unable to achieve anything. I didn't think much of it at the time, but I knew it wasn't going to improve. Ultimately, I decided to give up on meditation and just focus on my classes. So this dude just go through like a really bad heroin bender? Uh, shrooms. The remainder of the semester became exceedingly easy for me. It felt like I had tapped into some kind of power. I was exerting no mental effort, even though the classes had, beca- had been extremely difficult before. I also began to have complex thoughts and a depth of understanding I had never reached before. About a month later, I started interviewing 
at the graduate schools I had applied to. Shortly after the interviews were done, I started receiving offers. I decided to accept the offer from Baylor College of Medicine to work on a PhD in human genetics. I want to let that sink in. <laughs> I was very excited about the opportunity to work at such a prestigious university. The future looked bright, and I couldn't wait to get started. July 2014 through October 2014, Houston, Texas. Everything changed once I started the program. The moment I arrived, I could see flaws in every professor's research. My mind was so expanded that I could instantly understand the implications of entire research projects. Because of this, I was able to see weaknesses in all available projects. This caused me to become very concerned about what I was doing. And I thought, wasn't this the plot of Transformers 2? Yep. Yes. Yes, yeah. it was, actually. In fact, like, literally, he goes to college, and his mind is expanded there. Like, did is there any mention of Rain Wilson? That's what I want to know. We will see. This caused me to become very concerned about what I was doing, and I felt like I was wasting my time. I voiced my concerns to my advisor, and he casually brushed them aside. He told me, just have fun. It'll be fun. Rain Wilson. I kept trying to get motivated, but things continued to get worse. I started seeing flaws in the foundations of genetics and other fields. It got to the point where I couldn't stop thinking about them. To make things worse, no one else seemed to care, which really bothered me. All these issues made it impossible for me to continue, so I decided to leave. That, wow, some of this is redacted. That's interesting. <laughs> That's fucking fast. What does he know? The day after I decided to leave, my life became a living hell. I couldn't sleep, and my mind felt sapped. I was entirely at peace with my decision, so I knew something strange was happening to me. After a few days of this, two of the graduate students began reaching out to me. Redacted and redacted! I barely knew them, so it seemed unusual they would contact me. When I went to see them, they both kept pointing their finger at me, saying, Pew, pew, like they were shooting a gun. <laughs> That's when I knew that they were firing Martian ray guns at me. <laughs> they did this over and over, and I kept wondering what their problem was. Months after I left Houston, I was told that Eugene and Brandon were not human. They were tasked with making me into the next school shooter. That was in quotation marks, as they called it. I imagine this is why many of our school shootings take place. Also, I'm fascinated that the names there were redacted, but here weren't. This is the Walmart prophet. Anyways, that's in the, that's in the thing. I didn't just say that. <laughs> Anyways, things slowly improved after I stopped talking with redacted and redacted, but I was mentally exhausted. I tried to figure out what to do with my life, but I could hardly think. Eventually, I left Texas and started applying for jobs all over the country. A few months later, things took a strange turn. October 2014 through August 2015, CDA, Idaho. In spring 2015, I finally secured an interview with a food company. I thought, that's scary. I thought I was about to get something going in my life, but I was wrong. I couldn't sleep at all the night before my interview. That's butterflies, dude. That's not Martians. Hey, butterflies might come from Martians. Science has never proven otherwise. That is true. I literally stayed awake the entire night, which had never happened to me before. I looked unrecognizable in the mirror the next morning, and my mind felt sapped worse than it had in Houston. Needless to say, the interview didn't go well. 
I couldn't think, and I had extreme difficulty with normal conversation. He was hung over. After the interview was over, I suddenly felt fine and looked perfectly normal. I slept great that night and then made my way to the airport the next morning. This is where the story gets weird. On the plane... (laughs) (laughs) Pew, pew. On the plane ride back home, my seat was taken. I... Really? That's the weird part? I asked the- <laughs> What is this game? I asked the flight attendant, and she directed me to a new seat. Once I sat down, an older gentleman in front of me kept glancing back until he got my attention. As he kept looking back, my head began to hurt and tingle. The moment my head spider sense tingling. The moment my head began to hurt, his lips curled up into this evil-looking smile. Ingrid Cold? The pain and t- that was a Mothman prophecies reference. The pain and tingling in my head continued for the rest of the flight and got more intense as time went on. Every time I felt it, the man would start taking notes in a notepad. About halfway through the flight, someone else in front of me held up a newspaper that said psychic reading for like five minutes straight. It was blatantly obvious they were doing something to me, but I didn't know what. Once we landed, the older gentleman kept showing me his track phone as if to say get one of these (laughs) I I applied to several government agencies before this happened so I thought this might be their way of contacting me out of curiosity I decided to go buy a track phone I I just want to say I just want to say I want to see the world where the CIA recruits you this way You have to go into a Dollar General and get a $15 track phone You answer so the, that the company can reach you. Like the, You answer the phone as Nick Fury. <laughs> it's like the saddest version of Eagle Eye ever. <laughs> wow, an Eagle Eye reference. Once again, the second Shia LaBeouf reference. Cons- yeah, I'm pretty well, sure this dude just is a fan of Shia LaBeouf's movies. He may be Shia LaBeouf. Have we seen him lately? He has been living in the woods for several years. That would explain the just-do-it thing. <laughs> His mind was expanded. I checked it every day to see if anyone messaged or called. About a month later, I got a text message from a man named John Padula. He... Padula. He invited me to come to church at the altar. It seemed like a strange pl- wow, this is again sci fi. It seemed like a question str- at any point does he achieve communion? Maybe he does. It seemed like a strange place to be recruiting for government jobs, but I went anyway. After I got there and went inside, something felt very wrong. I felt as if my life was in danger and I became so uncomfortable I had to leave. A couple days later I started receiving test message text messages from Tim Remington. At first, they were innocuous Bible messages, but then he started threatening me. He sent messages talking about their power and other things. He did all of this through Bible verses so it would not look suspicious. I ignored everything until he sent one final text message, which simply said, Angels. I thought nothing of it until helicopters started flying around my house all day and all night. Gunmetal helicopters, I bet. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, I knew I was in trouble. I knew I needed to contact them, so I made an appointment to meet John Padula for coffee. Little did I know, he had no intention of meeting me. After making the appointment to meet John, and they're on a first-name basis, something very bizarre happened. 
I received the uh, the most unnatural redacted I've ever had. <laughs> well, it felt like someone was manually pumping blood to my redacted. <laughs> what? I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree with the censoring of this. I mean, did he censor it himself? Did he feel like he crossed a line? <laughs> I want the kids to be able to read this. I don't know how else to describe it. Immediately after that, a song began playing in my head. The lyrics went, sister, sister, he's just a plaything. We want to make him stay up at night. I had never heard this song before, and I had no idea what it meant. I tried to ignore it and kept searching for jobs. A few minutes later, the song quit playing. Nothing else happened until I tried to go to sleep. <laughs> I like how that's just a thing that happened that morning. That was a weird day. <laughs> the important part is the sizzler was open. Oh, please tell me that was actually in. <laughs> well, could you? Imagine? It took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ! By the, way, by the way, how far into this are we? It's twenty-one pages. How many pages are we into? Um, it is six. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Listen, hey, we're still in the biography part. It could break down into four fucking bullet points, where it's like two per page. <laughs> Anyway, nothing else happened until I tried to go to sleep that night. This is gold, by the way. It's the greatest thing that's ever happened. I'm so mad I'm using the headset. As soon as I got to bed, the song started again. Sister, sister, he's just a plaything. We want to make him stay up all night. As it turned out, they weren't kidding. I got literally zero minutes of sleep that night. Every time I started to drift off, I was woken up violently. Then the song would play. <laughs> He's saying this to the president. <laughs> like Obama is reading this at the Oval Office. Oh my. That sounds catchy. What does it mean? What does it mean? When the sun came up, I gave up on trying to sleep and get out of bed. I was relieved at first because the song had quit playing. I thought the torture was over until a voice entered my mind. The voice said, you're going to be uncomfortable. All you have to do is breathe. I sat that is the most calming inner voice I ever heard. That's actually very healthy. I sat there wondering what this meant, until the voice spoke again. It told me I was going to, quote-unquote, be sacrificed like Jesus and get beheaded. <laughs> this threw me into a complete panic. <laughs> I started to have a mental breakdown. Yeah, now you're having a mental breakdown. Wouldn't it be ama wouldn't it be amazing if instead of beheaded it said redacted? <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? A few minutes later, some man knocked on my door. I answered he gave me a pamphlet talking about the sacrifice of Jesus. Was this a Jehovah's Witness? No, they they're no. They're, that wasn't mentioned they're, in the report. They're not that forthcoming. My, my also Odom, the period goes inside the quotation mark. My mind started racing. I'm really sensitive to that. My mind started racing out of control, and I became completely delirious. Now he's delirious. I thought for sure I was going to die. My thoughts shifted to my family, and all I could think about was seeing them again. 
They were in Albuquerque at the time, so I decided to buy a one-way ticket there. This is the road trip portion of the, uh, the manifesto. Has anyone checked on his family to make sure they're still okay? I just like that he thinks that all of this is necessary for the future of mankind. Every goddamn word. When I reached the Spokane airport, my panic subsided. Everything was fine until I got on the plane to Albuquerque. I sat next to this huge man who kept telling me, telepathically, that he was going to crash the plane. <laughs> telepathically? Every, every time after he spoke, he would sniff emphatically. What? Sniff emphatically. What is that even like? Also, I'm just... That's emphatically, James. I just want to say that... Can you imagine if, like... Let's say there was a reboot of Marvel Comics. Can you imagine if this were the new origin of Charles Xavier? <laughs> I think this is. I didn't know what to do, so I just sat there trying to stay as calm as possible. The man became angry about this and started touching my leg. The second he touched me, I could feel him inside my mind. <laughs> this caused me panic until I was on the verge of causing a scene. Before I did anything, he told me to calm down and said... You did a great job. You passed. Go enjoy your family. We have a job waiting for you when you get back. We have a redacted waiting for you. I thanked him and felt, <laughs> oh yeah, I thanked him and felt slightly relieved, but I had no intention of contacting him at all. My only thought was to get as far away from him as possible. After getting off the plane, I headed to the baggage claim. A huge group of men, a huge group of them surrounded me there. I watched them cautiously, then they all began sniffing at me. The sniff is something they do all the time. I think it has something to do with dominance. When I finally got my bag, <laughs> what? So they're dogs now? So that's their equivalent dominance of pumping your sniffing. leg? I'm going to start doing that to women. Uh, <laughs> Mike, you already sniff emphatically at them. Yeah, no. When I finally got my bag, I left the airport as fast as I could. My parents were right outside waiting to pick me up. I was so happy to see them again. I gave them big hugs and told them how much I loved them. You know, for a dude who was trying to enter genetics, you think he would know what the fuck a comma was. <sighs> he doesn't have time for commas, Mike. America is at stake. This is my last happy moment in Albuquerque, however. They followed us everywhere we went after that. Whenever I saw one, they would sniff at me to let me know it was them. They would also smile, laugh, and stick their tongues out. They would sniff and stick their tongues out. I just feel like we should repeat that as much as possible. If anyone ever sniffs or sticks their tongue out in your vicinity, it's them. By the way, it is hilarious imagining all this while looking at the picture he drew of them. <laughs> like, imagining oh, that creature. <laughs> as time went on, they started coaxing me to go outside alone. I was scared to death they would kill me, so I refused. Eventually, they threatened to harm my family which caused me to give in to them. I told them I would do whatever they want if they left my family alone. They responded by saying, go to church. I knew they meant the altar, so I agreed to go back when I got back. God, this dude's a wordsmith. When I went to the altar for the first time, the people acted very strange. It was unhuman. <laughs> yeah. yes. They are English? That impossible. <laughs> As I walked into the sermon room, everyone stared at me and began sniffing emphatically. 
Needless to say, what a scary sight that would be. Just a room full of people. (laughs) As I walked into the... Okay, needless to say, I was scared as hell. But I took a seat. When the service began, a man came and sat down next to me. After he sat down, I began smelling something. It was a smell I had never smelt before. It was a smell I had never smelt before. It was a smell I had never smelt before. The cock, it was hard. It was a smell I had never smelt before. <laughs> this it was dude I had was in college before. rewriting the genetic code because everyone was wrong. And also, at one point, let's not forget, he worked for a food corporation. <laughs> you ate a hot dog made by this dude. Oh, my God. The only thing I can compare it to is a reptile and a vinegar. <laughs> a re- What? <laughs> a no, no, whoa. Oh, red tile and vinegar. It's the name of my band. I was going to say. <laughs> Reptiles and vinegar. And vinegar. I have several questions. Several. Like, first of all, what does a reptile smell like? <laughs> Second of all, how does he know what a reptile in vinegar smells like? Second of all, a third of all, I mean, I, if you were making something up, and were this crazy, why would that be your first inclination? Like, why not go even more bizarre than that? Like, it smelled like gravel mixed with paprika or something. <laughs> Look, you, crazy finds a way, MP. Exactly. A reptile and vinegar. <laughs> Could that be the episode? Yes. <laughs> I was torn between that or unhuman, but no, reptile. No, no, no. Well, also, pew pew. <laughs> hey, we could come up with more titles. We are only seven pages in. Oh, Jesus Christ, Mike. We, we got to cut this down somehow. This oh. is what we're doing tonight. We cannot let this go by uncommented. <laughs> After He's s- not going to win, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> After smelling it, I became very uncomfortable. I tried to remain calm and just sat there quietly until the service was over. When the service ended, they said, you can leave now. After that, I knew I wasn't dealing with the government anymore. Uh, so to him, the government just sniffed at you and <laughs> made you... And it's a dominant thing. It made you go to church and... The CIA smells like reptiles and vinegar. <laughs> I realized that whoever I was dealing with was extraterrestrial, so I became very scared. I received no further instructions from them after that, so I began applying for jobs again. Wow, so he was just like, wow, I guess I didn't get that job. Fuck. (laughs) Time to go to McDonald's. Even though I had done exactly as I was told, they still followed me everywhere I went. As time went on, they started harassing me day and night. I began to hear voices more often. I began to hallucinate things that I knew weren't real. They also started playing with me sexually. Both the males and the females would play out their sexual fantasies in my mind. This came with random and uncontrollable, redacted, as well as extreme population. <laughs> Obama's just flipping through this. Oh, it's starting to get good. See, Biden, Biden, what do you think? See, brain and behavior and Martian tech. Wow, this, this fucking manifesto is going to get amazing in a little while. Not that this hasn't been amazing so far. The harassment continued for weeks and intensified as time went on. I did my absolute best to maintain my sanity and tried to avoid them. 
This worked for a while, but eventually I had a huge meltdown. One day I was in the bakery at Safeway <laughs> when I got surrounded by a bunch of old men. Can they put this in the like their commercial? When I got surrounded by a bunch of old men. <laughs> I have the exact same reaction. Guess what's re- guess what's coming up that's redacted. Some of them <laughs> sniffed, so I knew it was them. They started stimulating my redacted and redactedly. <laughs> then they spoke aggressively. They said, humans are nothing more than the result of a successful genetic experiment. You are a threat to the way these people think, and you can no longer be free in society. Your life is over. You are nothing but a toy. Your purpose now is to suck redacted. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like such an amazing porn. I just want to say, could you imagine if this was actually happening to you? (laughs) The most terrifying thing imaginable. (laughs) You're in a bakery in Safeway and a bunch of old men encircle you and start pulling on your dick and tell you the secrets of the universe. (laughs) And you are made to suck their redacteds. I want David Lynch to direct this. And it's all because of Rain Wilson. (laughs) As most things are. Oh, God. All right. Get warm in here. The Martians are after me. They continued to say other explicit things that were so obscene, I won't repeat them here. (laughs) Why not just redact them? (laughs) Before they finished talking, I became enraged. It took every ounce of willpower I had not to kill them. I left the store and tried to calm down, but it only got worse. The rest of the night, they continually stimulated, redact it, and I couldn't stop, redact it. So, so wait, he's just walking around with just, just he's just walking around with it just flying everywhere. Essentially. It got to the point where I was in serious pain. They finally stopped after I broke down and became completely distraught. I knew I couldn't take any more, so I attempted suicide. I filled a charcoal grill with lit coals, put it in my car, and rolled up the windows. What? Uh, that might be the most complicated suicide <laughs> I've ever fucking heard of. Like, just... I... No. No. What? I'm gonna go... Just detach a fucking hose! Like, why all the trouble of smoke inhalation? Also, I like how, so far, this is the weirdest part of the story. The part where we're speechless. <laughs> the mental image. I recl- I'm coming, Jesus. <laughs> I reclined my seat. Disturbed part of the sustained. I reclined my seat, laid there calmly, then fell asleep. I should have died, but they woke me up in an extreme panic, which caused me to get out of the car. As I slowly regained consciousness, I felt very upset to still be alive. I had no clue where to go at that point, so I decided to stay- check myself into the VA. <laughs> they shipped me straight to the mental ward, and I was admitted. Nothing improved while I was there. The medication they gave me did absolutely nothing. I just sat there, surrounded by a bunch of psychotic people, and became exasperated. I knew their goal was to ruin my life by making me into a crazy person. I became determined not to let that happen. I started fighting back. After yeah, good job on that. After leaving the VA, everything I tried to do with my life was sabotaged. They didn't want me dead, but they also weren't going to let me live. 
Okay. In desperation, I went back to the altar to ask them what they wanted from me. I didn't know what else to do. And this part's in parentheses. In parentheses and in small print for some reason. Before I tell you their reply, I need you to make – I need to make an important caveat here. I'd endured so much abuse by this time that I was numb to them. The details of what they've done to me aren't essential to the story. Really? <laughs> the road trip was, though. So I won't include them here. If you want to know more about what I've been through or more about them, write me. <laughs> I've been tortured more than a POW. Can we write them? Can we write him? Can he be the first official pulp nightmare pen pal? <laughs> right care of crazy guy force 17 on the, the surface of the moon. Their response was, we want you as our sex slave. <laughs> the build up. <laughs> Thinking they were serious, I sat there waiting for them to do something. All they did was say, keep coming to church. So I did. Actually, that does correlate. That thing. like. After a few more services, I found myself talking to Tim Rebington face-to-face. He was telling me that I should consider becoming a minister. We were in mid-conversation when he suddenly revealed himself to me. I have no clue how he did it, but it looked as if his human face became his real face. It happened for one, two seconds, but I was able to draw a sketch from what I saw. His eyes really stood out, so they captured my attention. They were huge and bulging. The eyelids were darker green, and the irises were yellow-brown with slit pupils. After witnessing this, nothing else happened. I continued attending the altar for a few more services, waiting for them to do something. Just waiting for them to fuck him, I guess. They did nothing except for tell... They did nothing except for tell me to submit and surrender. For tell me to submit. Submit or... The name of his erotic novel. Okay, so, so far, he has watched... Transformers 2, Eagle Eye, and They Live. <laughs> While on shrooms, I had no idea what they meant, so I left the church and never went back. August 2015, present time, CDA, Idaho. After leaving the altar, they gave me some breathing room. They held back on their harassment, and I began to recover. I opened up a sushi restaurant. <laughs> I made that up. I made that up. Uh, oh, God, dude. You had me on the edge of my seat with that one. That's what I love. We believed you. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. This just went on for a paragraph about a sushi restaurant. <laughs> Little did I know that this, the entire population of Japan <laughs> is Martians. I decided to make one final attempt at a normal life by pursuing a career as a pharmacist. Oh no, the reality's weirder. The <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Start at NIC to finish up the pre prereqs I needed. I also started volunteering at a local pharmacy. Unfortunately, they followed me to school. There were several of them in every class I took. They made it impossible for me to study, and they continually harassed me, especially while I took tests. Even with all this going on, I still somehow managed to get an A minus and A and P during the fall semester. Oh, he really pat himself on the back there, didn't they? Impressed, Obama. Sadly, my success was short lived. The pressure this semester, spring 2016, is far too intense. Every time I go to class, they start manipulating my brain until I go into a blind rage. Sometimes they suppress my brain until I begin to black out. They also manipulate my heart rate. And flood my body with adrenaline over and over again. And again, manipulate his redacted. We're getting there. 
over and over again, making me extremely uncomfortable. The females simulate mo- simulate redacted when they are close, and the males simulate redacted. It's incredibly exhausting. I struggled to pass my tests. So they couldn't blame this on me failing out of school. I want to continue, but I simply cannot. Every moment I spend in the classroom is absolute torture. The classes themselves are extremely difficult without all this under pre- added pressure. The worst part is I received an interview for ISU's pharmacy program, see personal documents, since I cannot continue with the classes. There is no reason to go to the interview. My chance at a normal life has been ruined. They've also been depriving me of sleep, so I don't have the strength to continue. I was too smart for my own good. So they decided to remove me from society. They were worried I might change the way other people think. Which, oh, hold on. I skipped too much. Oh, God, there's a Q&A portion that's below all this. <laughs> what? Well, we're getting there. Hold on. Uh, I might change the other w- way other people think, which could lead to problems. Problems in the form of scientific revolutions. If we get much smarter as a species, we are going to become a threat to their existence. If you talk to me in person, you will see that I'm not crazy at all. The Martians are just so good at hiding in plain sight that no one would know they exist unless they reveal themselves. Put these sunglasses on. They are able to fool us so well that what I'm saying sounds impossible. However, they are 100% real. Realize their technology is millions of years more advanced than ours. Think about that for a second. Think about the advancement we have made in the last 100 years. Once you've done that, try to imagine what millions of years of technology would look like. The president is well aware of them, which is why I wrote him a personal letter. <laughs> I know your shit, Obama. I see you, motherfucker. I hope he does something about it. I have done nothing wrong to deserve what's happened to me. I tried literally everything to find a job, and they sabotaged me at every corner. Initially, I thought the right thing to do was kill myself and vote for Trump. Okay, I added that last part, too. No, 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 no. That one was right. I take that as canon. After attempting suicide twice, it became clear there weren't going to be – they weren't going to let me die easy. My last resort is to take actions to bring this to the public's attention. I hope something good comes out of it. I just realized that I'm a good person. I'm completely innocent. also realized that the people I killed are not what you think. Read Martian technology to understand. To make it very clear, Tim and John were not wild human beings. Wild human beings equal normal people like you and I. Tim and John equal minds were controlled from birth by Martians. I like that we has a classification for free-range humans. No. Wait, 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 wait. I'm I'm confused on something. I know that's that's amazing to think, but um, if this guy's idea of the people at the altar is that they're being mind controlled by the Martians, why did one of them reveal himself as a Martian? Because I mean, at that point, he already knew. What's the difference? One of them could be Martians just hiding themselves. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying that they are both employing brainwashing and chameleon technology? I think that's a bit of a tough pill to swallow, Mike. Dude, no, you're not thinking with the truth here. They need soldiers on the ground, guys. Soldiers to facilitate. Soldiers to run things with the mind control people who are being controlled by Martians inside the moon. The people on the ground using a chameleon, a technology to hide themselves. They're, they take our redactants. They're the hierarchy that control the ones that are single-mindedly 
controlling the minds of wild humans that they have birthed using genetic manipulation. Also, I just want to say, I believe this is also heavily lifted from the most recent iteration of V. Yes. So he just saw Monica Bakbakaran and her fucking lizard face and thought, the truth. <laughs> it's hard to imagine, I know. Nonetheless, it's all true. Why would I give up a career as a pharmacist to do this? <laughs> I like how he holds pharmacy in that high of a regard. Like, I was a CIA agent, and then I became a pharmacist. Why would I give that up? I just want to see what that pharmacy was like. Imagine getting a prescription filled from that guy. James, you say that as if we haven't already. Oh, God, my insulin. May I ask you a question? Better from him or a Martian? Well, a Martian, uh, a Martian would have some good shit. A Martian would at least, like, take care of my redacted. Yeah. That somebody is. I left out many details from my story. Did you, dude? <laughs> I wanted to write only the most critical events in order to make it coherent. It wasn't. If you wanted me... Also, those were not the most critical events. What are you talking about? If you want to know more... Like how I discovered there are multiple species of them. Feel free to write. <laughs> I, this dude. Well, we are not soliciting any more fan fiction from you, dude. Okay. The dude really wants us to do most of the legwork. That's what pisses me off about it. Well, don't worry. Here's the Q&A se section. And I know this because it says Q&A at the top. Why would aliens hide in a church? Same reason terrorists hide in mosques. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Please tell me that's the entire answer. No, unfortunately. <laughs> but that's still the opening. If you're doing very bad things and you want to avoid getting caught, you will put up a front to make yourself look like a good person. So this dude is voting for Trump. <laughs> How do you know about their technology? I have seen them use it, and they have talked to me about it. This is how I learned about their breeding stock of remote-controlled humans. Physically, their humans are no different than us. They just lack a mind of their own. Why would they tell you so much? <laughs> they value me because I'm smart. <laughs> In his mind, he's so smart, even his mortal enemy cannot have him removed from the board. <laughs> they he's the key to it all. <laughs> They were That's why they messed up his pharmacy job. <laughs> and his bakery job. <laughs> they were also very confident they could take control of my mind. Turns out they couldn't. Anyway, in the interim, some of us have developed a personal relationship. Well, so he like goes like Super Bowl parties with them and everything? They are very arrogant, so they told me much more than they should have. This allowed me to understand some of the things they can do. What else have you seen? I have seen them make things appear out of nowhere. One time I was sitting on a couch, and a dollar, pe dollar bill appeared on my lap. <laughs> okay. Another uh, <laughs> what a weird magic trick. <laughs> You're a dollar richer. Another time, while driving, they made a paper bag appear in my passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> what, what nonsensical aliens just have like hold on he adds logic to it oh god they used random unsuspecting items so no one would think anything of it i was alone both times this happened 
<laughs> wait, wait, just the two times? That's the only times it happened? I'm pretty sure they can pop in and out of this dimension based on other things I've seen. I'm also pretty sure they can overlap our reality with an alternate dimension. I say this because I have gone to stores where I know the employees, and suddenly there are all new employees who I've never seen before. Dude, that's <laughs> called different shifts. He <laughs> would lose his shit if he walked into Walmart. Some of the other things I've seen are so strange I literally cannot describe them. I'm really drunk right now. No, I'm <laughs> This all makes sense, though. Their technology is millions of years ahead of ours, so it should be incomprehensible to us. Why did they target you? They started following me after I encountered the being through meditation. Since my mind was so expanded from the experience, they deemed me a threat to the rest of society. They thought I would change the way people think, so they decided to remove me from society. I began to have profound thoughts about genetics while I was at graduate school. I gotta be honest, I don't think they have anything to worry about. This is actually the plot of the new Doctor Strange movie. If certain ways of thinking are allowed to exist, revolutions will take place. They could not afford us to have a revolution in genetics. If we did, we could eliminate diseases, cancers, and many other things that plague us. They need us to remain ignorant and continue struggling. Otherwise, we will become a threat to them. Oh, tiny font again. <laughs> this will not it's make between sense. Between you and me, letter reader. In parentheses, this will not make sense unless you are the president or one of his close friends. If this doesn't pertain <laughs> to you, please ignore it. <laughs> I'm listening. Mr. President, I want to thank you for your sacrifice to this country. It's very – also, this is all done in bullet points. It's all done in bullet points for no reason. I just feel this is important for how I'm reading the document. I want to Mr. Thank President, you. stop. I want to thank you for your sacrifice to this country. It's very upsetting to hear you talk about the things they do to you. Why do you let them? I suppose you have no other choice. I've been struggling with them myself for over a year now. I had nothing to lose, so I chose this instead. He's attempting to bond with Obama. I could never yeah, tolerate that. I know the way it is with the conservatives, man. I got the same problem with those people. <laughs> I could never tolerate that much abuse. I hope you don't take any of their threats too seriously. Everything is a game to them. Realize they consider the entire human race a plaything, including you. They brag to me about what they do to you. Dot, 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 dot. I'm sure you already know, but he doesn't love you. Ooh, Biden? He doesn't. <laughs> Well, we have Joe, what does this mean? <laughs> Joe Biden pulls off his face. <laughs> Hashtag lizard truth. <laughs> I'm sure you already know, but he doesn't love you. Their brains don't even work that way. <laughs> I don't know you personally, but they've shown me a lot about you. You're an amazing person. <laughs> I hope you stop letting them humiliate you. Why be afraid to retaliate? Kennedy wasn't. That's why Kennedy was assassinated. He fucking stood up to the potato Martians from the hollow moon. I... <laughs> can, can, I, can I just... Can I just... 
can I just say, <laughs> this is the best thing we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is going down in the archives as the most to the archives thing <laughs> that has ever existed. Please continue, Mike. It's time someone took a stand to end this nonsense. Can you think of a better legacy than that? What's worse, having everyone know the reality of the situation, or watching some of our best and brightest become slaves? I wish you the very best with the remainder of your presidency. If you're still in here, in there, stay strong. And there's a YouTube link. <laughs> this video is unavailable. It, it, the, you mean to tell me that the actual evidence was redacted? <laughs> he doesn't love you. <laughs> he doesn't love you. What does that even mean? That I that was when this became the greatest thing that's ever. <laughs> Out of nowhere, he doesn't love you. <laughs> Obama and his fucking his lizard lover. Biden. So again, this was all predicted by Titus and Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Martian brain and behavior. I've observed. Wait, 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 wait. He didn't. You mean he didn't? Then end that with. If you were, if you weren't the president, you weren't supposed to hear any of that. No, he's just assuming you skipped over that page, as you were supposed to do. <laughs> I've observed their behavior for almost a year now. Consequently, I've been able to make several deductions about them. The first deduction is based on their primary characteristics, which include one, they are hypersexual; two, they are hyperaggressive; three, they are fearful and paranoid. No, I think that's just you, dude. In the human brain, the amygdala is responsible for all these characteristics. Therefore, Martians must have an analogous structure, and it must be greatly enlarged. The science he puts into this. The morphology of their brain is also markedly different than ours. I know this because I've seen what the amphibian humanoids look like. And I think what was a link to the picture he drew. The males are extremely aggressive. In their society, there is only one thing, and that is power. Whoever is the smartest, biggest, and strongest wins. One time I was walking to a young male who was trying to intimidate slash scare me. He saw that I was still confident in myself and immediately became discouraged. He stopped what he was doing and said, you think you're better than me, and then hung his head and walked away. <laughs> if I had a nickel, I told him that wasn't true, but he wouldn't listen. I like how he should. No, 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 man. No, come on, man. Make me psychically come. Well, he does have a relationship. He does have relationships with several of these, so maybe that was a friend. After this, every time I encountered one of the males in public, they would attack me mentally until they destroyed my self-esteem. They did this because they are scared to death of my intelligence. We this guy is a Scientologist, this. isn't he? Essentially. The only way they have the confidence to talk with me is if I'm scared for my life or completely despondent. To the males, everything is black or white. There is no middle ground. They are power-hungry megalomaniacs obsessed with control. If they are not 100% in control of every situation, they panic. If something happens, they aren't anticipating. They get very upset. They hate surprises. I know this because I was smart enough to trick them a few times. We get it! You are smart! This dude did not get enough gold stars in elementary school. To recap, the males are, one, megalomaniac, two, obsessed with sex, <laughs> here, fearful and paranoid, five, power-hungry, six, obsessed with control. Sound familiar? Who else do you know who ha that has these characteristics? 
If you answered God from the Bible, you are correct. <laughs> what? God was a lizard man. Martians are responsible for the God myth. Martians may have created humans, as they claimed, but they are certainly not gods themselves. They are just another intelligent species that evolved on a neighboring planet. There is no God. There is no heaven. There is no hell. Earth is as close to heaven as we'll ever get, and we are letting the Martians ruin it. I am so confused about what side politically this dude is on. I mean, if you swap out every mention of Martian for the Trump campaign, this actually <laughs> sounds, like, believable. They're going to destroy Earth just like they destroyed Mars if we let them. <laughs> That's why John Jones has to come in. <laughs> Our survival rests in their hands for the time being. And then there's the drawing, which is gigantic, of the Martian. Scan- which he included. I was about to say, right now, they're like... Fucking 40 Secret Service agents reading this aloud in their back room, just <laughs> laughing their fucking asses off. Uh, and then this, in the description, I skipped over the one from the uh, actual photograph, which you look up, but there's actually another page of description. Uh, circled is, Elmo rules the world, an arrow pointing to it saying, something they kept saying to me. And then there's another arrow pointing to that right at the top of the page saying, I assume they said this because their head looks like a Muppet. <laughs> Again, they only revealed bits and pieces to me, and very briefly. Thankfully, I have a photographic memory, so I remember what I saw. Although I only remember the general appearance, because each time I saw them, it was very brief. They would smile at me in stores and reveal their mouth, eyes, nose, all separately, never together at the same time. Oh, God, there's another drawing of the mouth and teeth. It looks like a fucking Muppet. Uh, then there's a list of noteworthy Martians. Also, I just want to say, new episode title, Elmo Rules the World. Yes! <laughs> and the final page is noteworthy Martians at the very bottom of that. This is by no means an all-inclusive list. Martians are ubiquitous. They exist at every level of society in every nation. Some of the blue-collar jobs, while others occupy power. They control our governments, our military, our and corporate America as well. They keep track of every wild human on the planet and manage us like animals in a zoo. Our freedom is a carefully crafted illusion. And at least of what we're allowed to see. I want to know what was redacted. I want to know what the fucking YouTube link was. I want to know who didn't love Obama. America. Oh, that's that's sad. Wow, I got real. So that was the greatest thing I've ever heard. So, Elmo rules the world, everybody. Wait, wait, is that why the dude who voiced Elmo had that sex scandal a couple of years ago? He got too close to the truth? Yep. I mean, I can't say I didn't see it coming, but it's still mm, tough to digest. I mean, it all made sense to me. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. So, like... The amount of movies this dude has seen and, you know, subsequently ripped off has to be astronomical because this is just the weirdest amalgamation of 80s sci-fi, modern sci-fi. Like, I heard Invasion of the the Body Snatchers at one point. Uh, The Thing, I think, was in there. This guy really liked movies. And was really, really smart. Also, I just want to point out, you only being able to 
remember select parts of something does not have does not make you have a photographic memory. <laughs> That's the opposite. I just like that at some point they showed him just their nostrils to intimidate him. And yeah, how do you like him? How do you like this? You can't deal with that. I like how he they were intimidated by his self confidence. I like how the arc of that manifesto was that he needed to believe in himself. <laughs> God, once Spielberg gets the movie rights to this, oh. Who would play the lead, though? Walton Goggins. Yes. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. With Wilford Brimley as the lizard. <laughs> you put on this earth to suck. Boop. <laughs> hey, come with us. You won't get sick. You won't get old. And you won't ever die. You must be sucking dick all day long. And a very special appearance by Barack Obama as himself. He doesn't love me. And let everyone listening at home rise up, march down to fucking Sesame Street and murder each and every fucking one of those goddamn Martians and take back this planet for the wild humans. That is the truth about Kyle Odom. Oh, my God. You, you guys, you guys, you guys. A lone dollar bill just appeared on my lap. It begins. I'm coming! (laughs) 